Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my name's Beth Murray, and if you'd like to hear funny people talk about giving birth, then have I got the podcast for you. Poor Richard, he made the <laughs> schoolboy <laughs> error of standing up see the baby while I was on the operating table and I think that's really not recommended. <laughs> you were scarred for life, he was scarred for life. In the latest series of One Torn Every Minute, a whole labour ward of new guests tell me their birth stories in hilarious and graphic detail. Gas and air can suck my... That's One Torn Every Minute, available now on all good podcast platforms. I suppose you wouldn't do it at all, would you, if you really thought about it? The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Key. Hello and welcome to the Curse of Strictly. Uh, We're going to be looking at everything that's been happening in week one on today's episode. Mm -hmm. But hey, Julia, before we do that, I think it's very important that everybody realises they are now listening to Britain's biggest non-official Strictly Come Dancing podcast. <laughs> Hang on, Mark. How many are there? By the way, he's he's Mark Haynes. I'm Julia Rayside. Hello. Hello. I, I never give numbers, Julia. It, it would make people think that podcasting was less successful than the industry pretends it is. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's not. Let's gloss over it. So we're in the top 10, you say, of the TV and film chart, Mark. Film and TV. At number one is the BBC's Strictly Come Dancing oh. podcast. Which, But I look at that as a success for us, considering, you know, we actually have a financial investment in that, you know, because we pay <laughs> for the license fee what's amazing is that two people julia with no backing no backing at all from the british taxpayer <laughs> can actually match them pound for pound i mean that really is an it is incredible isn't it what we do so much yeah. with so little so little exactly and and i think you know it's only fair to say we do it considerably better um, we do we have a lot more fun as well it's far too Party well behaved as the traditional strictly that, pod that is true i don't know who presents the strictly come dancing podcast it's joe sug Oh, I, I like Joe Sugg. I'm not going to have a pop at him. I, d- no. I did notice that the TV version, um, the uh, the strictly sort of after show, the Zoe Ball and Ryland. Oh yeah, love that. I know. I noticed they've. I mean, they've got two presenters already. They've sort of gone. Do you know what we need now? Gethin Jones. Oh, I know. <laughs> He's their roving reporter. He goes down to like the studio on a Friday and stuff. Right, okay. I mean, yeah. has anyone really thought that, do you know what would make this show better? The addition <laughs> of Gethin Jones. <laughs> I, I, don't, a, a man I who, mean, I have nothing against him. He's. I, I mean, look, Zoe Ball's done Strictly. Rylan, they would love him to do Strictly. Yeah. Gethin Jones? He don't has, know, maybe he's a name that's popped up. A he few has times. done Has Strictly. he done it? Oh, come on. He's no. like, he's the one, he's in that bracket. Of course he has. He's probably done it forgettably, but he's definitely done it. Oh, God. And even if he hasn't done it, he has done it. What? (laughs) Wasn't he going out with Catherine Jenkins at the time? Yes, he was. They had a a, a bad breakup, I believe. (laughs) Why do I know that? (laughs) 
<laughs> Amazing. Um, look, all I'm saying is I don't want Gethin Jones to be the third person on this show. I don't, we no, don't okay. need the third person, Jules. We've got you. Right. Hello. Hi. I'm like, I'm two for the price of one. How's that work? Okay. Worth two of anyone for my Thank money, Jules. Kindly. That's what you're worth. Can I just say while I'm talking Absolutely. to you, we're doing, we're doing this over Zoom and there's like, a, there's like a heavenly shaft of light just in front of your face on the Zoom camera, Mark. You look like you're sort of being oh, blessed yeah. as you broadcast. Yeah, you say blessed. It is a bit of a curse. This is my desk where I work. <laughs> and I would say that for 10 hours of the day, the sun shines directly into the side of my eyes and my computer screen. That's great. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> hey, look, you can't have it all. <laughs> so uh, what, did, what did you make of this week's? Because I've got strong opinions. OK, I think I have two. I think apart from still being pathetically grateful to have it back... My overwhelming sense at the end of that first mm. episode was that everyone was trying so hard to prod my emotions, really, like, talk about your children, mention your children, was it your granddad's favourite song, talk about your children, remember Afghanistan, oh, it's terribly sad, isn't it? This is very moving, isn't it? It's very emotional, it's very touching. I don't want to be told that many times in an episode to feel uh, things. A hundred percent And agree. I kind of had a headache by the end of it. Do you know, I found it one of the most enjoyable two hours of television <laughs> that I've seen all year. I absolutely found it incredible. But I do agree with you there. I think there were especially around JJ Chalmers, I think they're going to have to be a bit careful going forward about continually pulling on your heartstrings and just saying, he is the perfect husband. He is the perfect man. You know, we we look up to him. He is wonderful. And then you kind of go, oh, yes, and he's also going to do a dance. Exactly. Um, And I I found that a little bit unstrictly. Yeah, they've had um, contestants with disabilities on before. And, you know, they don't not mention it, but they, they haven't played on it this heavily this this just this this early on and it just seems to be apart from having nowhere to go emotionally because everything was so intensely emotional this week or they were I just felt everyone was pushing hard this week and it actually made me feel a little bit tense and a bit stressed yeah um, but the, yeah that emotional prodding that's like that's final week or that's you know they they need to leave themselves some leeway to build this stuff it's just and it just it, I know it's a light and show it's a shiny floor show or whatever but it just felt like it was you don't put that in the script like um t- tell us about your children just stop it they'll come up naturally it just felt so fake and kind of ugh. there was a lot of nobody was able to say oh my wife or my children no. they would all say my beautiful wife <laughs> yes. and they would say i mean my wonderful children it was a bit american wasn't it it was a little bit wasn't mm. it it was a bit um, a bit creepy but overall i mean i found this i'd forgotten the potency of just enjoyable entertainment. Mm. I, it seems like so long since I've I've actually seen a show that I began to sort of think, this seems like everything that was right with the world before it all went wrong. No, completely. And that's what they're there to do. And the thing you were talking about last week where they were constantly giving health and safety, you know, announcements. Yeah. They've now distilled that down into, look at the website to see how we're bringing you the show. But it's like, they, they are still going to me- mention the bubbles the contestants are in. And, the, yeah. and those, oh, can we talk about the masks? Now, all I'm going to say is, Julia, I did say at the top of the podcast, we are Britain's biggest non-official Strictly podcast. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's now, if you were working on Strictly, you might kind of go, I'm not going to listen to the original you know the official one i'm going to listen to see what regular people say very rude to call us regular julia (laughs) i mean we're spectacular but (laughs) what they're they're doing of course is they're going out listen now i know this from experience from the one one show which is a a show that i I do with john holmes which you've been a guest on many times absolutely brilliantly and we found out you know we we still find out a lot of people who work on the one one show 
uh, rather the one <laughs> the show, one I, show. <laughs> I've, I've finally managed to remember what the title of the podcast is and now I get it confused with the real one um, a lot of people from that show listen to that uh, our show because they, they want to kind of go what are normal people saying right. about it uh, again we're spectacular <laughs> I like to think wrong. we're the bridge um, between the normal people in the world of showbiz so look at yeah. sexy bridge <laughs> yeah uh, uh, an extremely sexy bridge um, but what, what, what's happened there is there's a number of things that we mentioned that immediately have been put into oh, effect yeah. So obviously the mentioning of all the bubbles and stuff, that's been right reduced. The masks. You mentioned last week they were incorrect. Yeah, and my wife had mentioned, she said, why don't they have see-through ones? And lo and behold, bang, there we are. Uh, see-through masks and I thought they worked much much better they definitely did being able to see the smiles on the faces of the family I, I it mm. just it, in on paper it sounds like a mad idea but I think I got used to it very very quickly it was just nice to see faces again even though they're oddly obscured by a band of white over the nose and one around the chin it's um and it's yeah. always nice to see a new a new take on the mask I, I thought I'd seen it all <laughs> them I yeah, hadn't seen well- before they're like a visor and a mask I've only seen them in, in, in uh, uh, news stories about people who lip read, who have said, <laughs> yes, can, exactly. can, can we all please have these? Because we walk around and I cannot hear what any, you know, I can't hear and I cannot see what's going on anymore. Yeah, yeah. They seem like the way forward to me. Uh, really and I thought cool. they really, really worked here. I thought it was a lovely little opening section as well that where they did uh, the sort of transformations of the people at their day job yeah. and then going into the Strictly world. So you'd have sort of, they did about two thirds of them. They didn't bother doing all of them. <laughs> no. They obviously sort of got a bit sort Time, of stressed about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they had like, you know, um, you'd have Bill Bailey with his microphone uh, on the stage at the comedy store. Yeah. And you'd get this sort of sweeping pan across uh, the wipe of the screen. And then he'd be holding up a paddleboard with a 10 on it, that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. just thought that was really sort of nice. I thought there was something good and creative about that. And I like the idea about transformation. That you yeah. Transform for Strictly, and they do. They really do, and especially people like Jackie Smith, people who who literally, you know, have never stood on a stage before unless it's to give a political speech. It's it is such a huge leap, and it was kind of a reminder yeah. of that week one is always a good reminder of that because a lot of them, let's be honest, still looked a bit like they'd just done a big poo in their nappies and were kind of waddling. <laughs> um, because that's week one, because they've only had what ten days training, or whatever. But it's I love, I sort of love and hate this week because. Some people just haven't. It, it's like, like week one could be like watching Dancing on Ice for the amount of stiffness and like nerves and stuff. Yeah, but it's a nice reminder yeah. of like this. Is, we know they're going to go a long way from well, the, what the ones that have potential. And it's I like I like just focusing in on that the start where yeah they're a bit mm, but it's exciting to think what they could do. And you can see that raw potential, isn't it? I yeah. think that's the... God, definitely with some of them. We'll, we'll get to them individually. But what you can also see is that your expectations for some of them about the raw potential they might have are completely wrong. And yeah. they do not have the raw potential, which you would, <laughs> you know, just immediately go assume. I'm talking about Jason. <laughs> Jamie. Oh, sorry. You're... No, no, Jason. I, no, I'm, we, we'll talk about Jamie. J- Jason, yeah. I thought I've quite liked him. Uh, I, do you know, I liked him. I, I don't think he uh, well we'll get there we'll get there I can't, okay, can't throw right. everything One out in, in the opening five okay. <laughs> I, I thought that lovely opening dance they did that Latin influence sort of thing. a bit of Shakira Shakira um, bit yep. of um, eh, jumbo jumbo that one I'm not going to sing it <laughs> uh, thank I'm you for allowed. that Mark it was lovely <laughs> I thought in that again you know you have a moment where Johannes really came out uh, as just a star everyone on Twitter was talking about that it was just one of those moments where I don't know I can't think of another male dancer who's quite made the impact that he has I think no. he's just I can't really explain why but I think 
I don't know. He da- he dances. His style of dancing is just. I mean, he just seems to be abandoning himself to the music. There's something really glorious Mm. about watching him I mean they're obviously they're all incredible dancers but there's something truly abandoned and sort of um he gets taken over by the music a lot and he but he was so kind of sassy and just leapt into center stage he was probably only there for a few seconds and everyone on twitter was talking about it which I thought was great Uh, understandably I mean there was a a little bit right at the end where he danced with Oti the music had stopped and they were still sort of going because they were (laughs) and and that to me it just it looked like there was nothing they would rather be doing yeah than it's dancing exactly at that, that moment. You want to go to that party. It, it reminds you of just how brilliant dance is and, and how little you see great dance on television. Completely. Why it's not seen as, as being, you know, as important as big fat white men talking about politics ineptly. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I'd rather see Johannes doing that for six hours a day. Yes, please. I absolutely agree. I think dance on TV shouldn't be just penned into this one show. We should be seeing it all over the schedules. It has the power to make us feel a lot better about ourselves. Um, also, they mm. did. I, I, thought, I thought of you when they did this. I thought this would really annoy you. They invited lots of NHS frontline workers to be in the audience. Yeah. That, that's that's going to annoy Mark. That's going to. Yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, there was some shouting from the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's because it's such a knee-jerk look at us we're good yeah. uh, and that's what frustrates me it's um I also really wanted them to tell me what everyone's job was because I don't like the idea that there are executives from the NHS who have managed to get oh, in yeah. there they need to be wheedled out if if you're an executive at the NHS you do not get the front row at Strictly um, <laughs> that's all I wanted it's all I wanted is a quick background check and I wanted that to flash up fair on the enough screen. yeah maybe maybe <laughs> just like a bit of evidence like they had to show some ID or something or their staff badges absolutely <laughs> worth saying I mean I'm hoping in future weeks what we're going to have is we're going to have here a supermarket world workers who work during the pandemic at, at yeah. their own risk. I think, you know, teaching staff, I would like to see that. Um, let's not just stop it with the NHS, because if you do, then that does look to me, and I hate to use this phrase, a little bit like what the right would call virtue signalling. Um, let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep up the socialist utopia on the front row of Strictly, please, Very for the rest hard, of the series. please, Mark. Come on, let's let's start let's start with the dancing because I want to get straight on to Jamie Lang. I've always pronounced his name wrong. I thought it was Jamie Lang. Yeah. Jamie and Karen who did a cha-cha and my favorite bit of the whole show was how much time Tess kept saying you've the the guy who's waited the longest to be here you've waited a whole year for this you've waited for one year for your moment don't be shit (laughs) (laughs) he was so shit (laughs) when she said he'd waited a year he really had waited hadn't he he thought well I'm not gonna cheat by knowing I'm going on and getting some dance lessons. He just sat there and went, I'll do nothing until I literally am being paid to do it. The arrogance of the rich boy thinking, I reckon I could do that. Totally. I'm I'm amazing. I think if I just put the trousers on, I'll probably just be able to dance. He was rubbish. Um, He looked like he hadn't really taken on board the training very much. No, not at all. And I love the fact that he didn't realise. He opened it like with that guitar. That guitar, which he'd never seen a guitar before. He didn't know whether it was a keyboard or a, or a guitar and just hadn't even bothered to Google it. Didn't bother, you know, just seeing what people did with it. And yet he was looking out of the, of the TV screen like this is the best thing that you have ever seen. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was appalling. It was it was disastrous. I loved watching how badly it went me too oh my god he sucked he sucked so badly he's wearing that really spangly white outfit yeah very tight white trousers which even craig made a joke about but just the 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 nonsense idea of um someone who fundamentally doesn't think he has anything left to learn that's his that's who jamie leng is he thinks he knows it all coming on a show where he will refuse every week to learn anything because he thinks he's amazing he won't last another 
couple of weeks. I oh thought. no, absolutely because not. I don't know if if his made in Chelsea fans are going to be that bothered about voting for him. He they put him on first. Which I think was really good because I mean, if, if this was a voting week, I think he'd be he'd be in the bottom oh, two. Oh, anyway. completely and deservedly. But I, think that I just cannot see a strictly future where someone that god awful after ten days of training, some of them seem to have really come on. Like mm. we'll talk about some of the ones you didn't expect to do as well as they actually did. He just looks like he cannot be bothered to do anything apart from show up in the trousers. And I, for one, am delighted, as you know, I cannot stand yeah, him. Yeah, no, that's true. And funnily <laughs> enough, I didn't realise I cannot stand him until you mentioned you couldn't stand him. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, I've never really had an opinion on him. But I realise now my opinion on him is I think I loathe him. Yeah. Absolutely the worst, the worst thing. How, how he's managed to get to a level where he's in Strictly Come Dancing without everyone saying, well, clearly his, his background and his story means that for a family show, there's a certain amount of, you'd say, there are more deserving people out there. For sure. I'm amazed to see people who are younger than me who lack entirely the, the ability to move <laughs> in rhythm. I know, me How, did too, Did you grow right? up with no music? At times, it was like watching the Vic Reeves Big Night Out sketch called Action Image Exchange, where they put on sort of, they also do it in Stars in Your Eyes, where they, they put on Sean Connery masks yep. or in Stars in Your Eyes, a George yep. Michael mask, and they do this jerking. But he was doing that. But looking like, oh, this is the stuff. He did look this really is pleased it. with himself. Look, look and learn, ladies. It was, it was that. It was the combination of the, oh my God, because there's, yeah, there's something in, I mean, obviously the entitlement of his upbringing, but also just the unshakable confidence that he is correct no matter what. Yeah. And then, and then the paddles, four, five and five. I mean, that was sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, and the, the women it? were I mean, being it was nice. Sh- yeah. And it was a shame that that came first because I think had he got those scores much later on, I think they would have been lower. Um, at that point, you had nothing to judge it with. So, of course, he he was looking at it and he had his pre-prepared, I'm top of the leaderboard. Yeah. And I thought, well, at least we're never going to have to hear you say that line again. Literally That's never. Gone. You suck, mate. Oh, it was awful. It was the sort of thing where I just felt like I was at his like 29th birthday party. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as part of a thing to dazzle us all, he'd hired in Karen Hauer and he'd spent two days being taught a dance and he was just sitting there and everyone would be shouting, you know, go on, my son. Yeah. And he was going, yeah, this is amazing. I mean, just all of it. I, I, I just I felt like it was I, it's such a lovely thing for it all to go so badly. It is, isn't uh, it? After a year of that, <laughs> uh, a year of waiting, my big return and it's. Oh, it, it's it's like the return of food poisoning. I overjoyed. <laughs> I couldn't be happier either. I'm so glad. Hello and welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast... Is us bringing that person inside of a building. Welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy! There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lovely bit of classic test as well. So when uh, they gave the scores <laughs> and uh, Craig said, um, you've got very tight arms. I mean, it might have something to do with your trousers. Uh, <laughs> tested a classic test, which was to shout the same punchline in a more obvious way so craig had said it might have something to do with your trousers and tess shouted his trousers are tight oh, <laughs> it's like she just woke many, up many his trousers thanks, are tight. Tess. what what i done got a joke <laughs> you're Amazing. very hard on tess but honestly I, I would say because i think it's probably one of the easiest jobs for a presenter to do and uh, i can't think of anyone who would not be able to do it better all right fine uh, it's that simple Dancer number two uh, is Caroline Quentin with Johannes. They did an American smooth. They did. Julia. To morning train. And there was a train. I I, I (laughs) am anti the train. Yep. I uh, if I if I want to see the Polar Express, I'll rent the Polar Express. Terrifying film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, the CGI. Again, it's a BBC thing where they very much think that that is cutting edge. I know. And it looked like a PlayStation 1 game from like 1996. (laughs) And then later on, when they did Jason's number with the parked cars, like the 1950s Mm. number, they then showed you how... He, he could watch himself on the monitor with the effects overlaid and how he had to not walk into the cars where it would spoil the effects. It's like, well, do, I mean, apart from the fact that's a poor visual effect, don't then show us how it's done. Like, just no. leave something to the some magic, you know? I mean, I mean, there must have been, what, some old people who watched that <laughs> and they went, I can't believe they're not there, you know, but... <laughs> But then they must they must have put their glasses back on and gone. Oh, they don't. Those don't look very good. Um, I again. I, I think it's it's over gilding a lily. Yeah, they don't need to do it. I know why they're doing it because they're saying the in studio stuff isn't possible this year because you know of the moving of, movement of personnel around the studio. So they want to put some yeah. visual interest back in. But actually, I think they'll they'll listen to this podcast as we know, Mark, yeah. and they'll pull it back a bit next week because it's not actually adding anything. And it is, it's getting in the way of the bloody dancing. It is. Look, Get the, out of the way, fake train. I want to see Caroline Quentin's legs. The title of the show is Strictly Come Dancing. And what we're not really getting yeah. is that, that Strictly Dancing. What we're getting is a, a, a sort of veneer of really early 90s BBC mainstream Saturday yeah. night shows that they mm. feel they've got to give a bit of extra value. I know. People are, people are watching this for the dancing and the reactions. They aren't watching this to see what the vision department at the BBC can rustle up in Hell what no. looks like four hours. Yeah, there's no <laughs> need. But Caroline Quentin, obviously we had hints that there was some ballet training in her mm. youth and all that kind of stuff. And there was one one of those little gifts of her... So gifts? Gifts, not a gift. Take the tea <laughs> off the end, Gran. Um, there was a little gift of her um, with Johannes like twirling and then putting pretty much her leg over his shoulder. Yeah. I was like, oh, hello, this is going to be good. She was clearly very nervous. Yeah. But and, and her dance was, you know, a little tentative. But my 
God, she was oh, she took me somewhere lovely. I was I was punching the air within ten seconds of this <laughs> yeah. starting. I, I I just I, I beautiful. I loved how much this meant to her. Again, it's proper real emotion on television. And she she's a crier. We definitely have the series's first big crier. Uh, yeah, and but what I a, loved that. What a great little video where she's just she sort of says in the rehearsal studio to Johanna, she says, "I need to just oh. t- take a couple of minutes." And she's on the floor blubbing, and Johanna <laughs> sort of goes, "How are you feeling?" And she goes, happy! <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely sobbing her way through to the saying, I love dance. She found her love of dance again. And it's something she felt like she'd lost and she got it back. And it was, yeah. it, it, I think it hit her really hard how, how much it meant to her. Yeah. No, and, but yeah, her finish on her arms and everything, Craig pulled her up, well, not pulled her up on that, pointed out how lovely it was. She was very, very gently and delicately placed. It was so immaculate and it was. shy. And clearly, like, when her nerves start to disappear, she's going to be so good. And she was, I think she finished third on the leaderboard so that's right and, and and remember this is week <clears throat> one a performance Incredible. like that in week one i'm in my mid-40s walking up and down the stairs is significantly harder now than it was <laughs> even a week ago Amen it's continually going bad now caroline quentin who is in an age group which is significantly older than i am to do something like that so beautifully when she's also yeah. so terrified and to do it in week one i thought it was a fantastic dance i agree it's like it's the dream week one performance isn't it because Completely. she has space to relax feel more comfortable in her own body get better obviously latin might be more of a challenge as she's more of a ballet person but Mm. It was the it was the ideal three sevens week one perfection. It was it was, and I think as the show went on, I think that those marks they begin to find their feet as to where they're marking. I thought those yeah. marks were low. I, th- I think. It, oh my uh, god, I think so too. And their marking was all over the place. We'll come to oh, Clara Ampho in a minute. My yeah. god, what what were they watching? It, it was terrible. When you actually begin working out, you know, uh, objectively whose dances were yeah. better or worse than the other. I mean, it's just all over the shop. Absolutely mad scoring. Okay, so then we had Max and Diane with a tango. A tango mm. is a tough one to give a man first week out, I think, because he's he's while well, he's literally and figuratively finding his feet, he's got to look really commanding and in charge and confident. So that's, yeah. it's a really tough one to go with week one. Yeah, I, I, I all I wrote down was that I think Max's frame for about two steps was kind of there. And then he mm. just forgot about it and was walking to the shops for the rest of the dance. Yeah. Um, but they basically told him, stay in hold, stay in hold. When you lose hold, like you're all over the shop. And that means, but it's a tough dance to do first thing. And all the ju- he's the one all the judges were drooling over him in a really unseemly fashion. Yeah, I actually asked my wife, I said, is he actually handsome? Because to me, he looks like a sort of skull with a sort of crude <laughs> face drawn on it. He seems like he seems like a lovely lad. But he's he, a he said boy he's... band heartthrob, but obviously, you know, not yeah. my cup of tea, Mark, as you know. Bill no. Bailey's my cup of tea. <laughs> Max George mentioned in this, he said, he's been in London since he was 17. And I thought, yeah. does that mean that accent used to be stronger <laughs> How than it is now? How has he held on to that strong, strong? What was it like before? I mean, it's, he is the most Mancunian <laughs> man in existence of all time. It's now a bad time to admit that I wrote down, he is an oaf. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a very, a very sort of, trim skinny fit oaf yeah that's exactly it there were some lovely touches i thought that really made me laugh where he got off the motorbike at the start yeah um, that he was on having this this fictional photo shoot and in a classic sort of cool man way he as he got off he ran his hands through hair <laughs> except he's of it's course he's hair. shaved like a, 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 a billiard ball and i did look at that <laughs> and i did think oh, that if that's a witty touch it's witty if it's just something that they didn't realise was funny, <laughs> then it sort of makes me go, oh gosh, I, these, these two aren't, haven't really got it going on. Um, but 
I, I thought... I'm not in the nicest way. I'm not sensing a massive amount of brain cells. No, um, they they do look kind of good together dancing. I think when he gets more disciplined and more confident, yeah, he'll look great in a ballroom hold. I'm not looking forward to his Latin much. No, he was really, really, really <laughs> concentrating hard to the point that his his brow was almost mm. like a Cro-Magnon. You know, sort of somebody yeah. showing showing a Cro-Magnon a Game Boy. He was really sort of concentrating hard and, and and you could tell that that was dominating the rest of his body all the blood was rushing to his brain yeah, yeah to yeah, try yeah. and keep the steps in place and that was affecting everything all the limbs i mean he was trying really hard and his his feet sort of kept up very much so and i I, th- I think you know you can see here again that funny bias that the judges do and you're absolutely right they are willing him to be the heartthrob on this show yeah. so he got marks of six five and six six was way too high i think mass and that was craig a massive massive overmarking. considering what he gave clara straight afterwards like outrageous yeah. disparity no just no good if shirley is giving you a five and you're a handsome man then that is mm-hmm. what that is anyone else's three or four yes it is uh, absolutely for craig to give an, mm. a mark more than shirley uh, a, a six i thought was just uh, he was just being silly i don't think that i mean someone will have the stats on this that hardly ever happens no craig it's it's, it's always you can always predict strictly storing pretty much straight through the line but for him to give a six and for her to follow it with a five, yeah, you're right. It's like, hang on a second. Yeah, I, I thought. Wait I, a minute. It's worth saying. I mean, I thought Diane was sensational here. I thought she had a beautiful dance. I thought, oh, I thought she, she looked absolutely dreamlike. I mean, she was absolutely lovely. You like the sixties vibe? The, the long straight on, red hair. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. I thought was was she? She just into looked it? great. Very into it. Yeah. Has she replaced Karen? Are we saying just for one week? Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking more about Karen, and I, and I and I, <laughs> I I find that Karen is not happy in her relationship with. Um, I, I I can't get his surname right either. So I've, I've just started calling him Jimmy the Biscuit. <laughs> Jimmy the Jimmy Biscuit the is the easiest way. <laughs> Jimmy the Biscuit, and she she looks antsy about the whole thing i think she knows that he, he is he would be he's crap she knows she's going out next week but i was thinking yeah. what is it because I, I i sympathize with her and i and i feel like you know i want her to do well it is it is yeah. it is just the hair and i was thinking what is it about the hair it's not just that she looks like monica from MasterChef, because i think you know <laughs> quite happily go out with her um but All right. what i think it is is where i live the area of london i'm in it has a lot of ladies who are retired uh, who have all had really interesting professional careers and are all bright as a button and they're really zippy and exciting but they've all got that exact same hairstyle oh really the short cropped grey hairstyle okay so I think now when I look at Karen Hauer I think oh this is like one of my my 80 year old friends who I know from the village and so there is a part of me that I I, I go that is crossing a line it's it's reassuring to know you have a line Mark that's that's reassuring I, I'm as surprised as anyone <laughs> <laughs> But look, I mean, Karen will be listening to this. Obviously, you know, my my heart is always open for her. But she should take, like you do from the judges, take notes. You can hear that <laughs> I like Diane's long straight hair. Maybe that's something okay. we should be thinking about going right. forward. Yeah, so ex- extensions is the only way back to you now. That's it. <laughs> or yeah, extensions or time. <laughs> um, I did. I did uh, like the fact that again talking about how Mancuni and Max George oh, yeah. is when it ended. You know, he was absolutely out of puff, and he just went my. God, like, <laughs> I thought couldn't be more of a distillation of you know my God. Um, Seventeen, he's lived in London. I do not believe it for a it's second. A, it's a, it's a modern marvel. It. He's hung on to it. Okay, so they they got six five six, and then it was one of my favourite dancers of the night. Mm. I'm baffled by the judges on this. Clara and Aliash, yep. who did a cha cha, 
to was it a Dua Lipa song? Yes, it was. Yeah, my son recognised it. I didn't know. Yeah, heard there was there was a little um, shout out at the end from Dua Lipa. She did a yes, nice there was. That's li- right. live from my kitchen, from yeah, sort of thing. Uh, all I wrote down was, she is so good. I had high hopes for her mm. when I saw her sort of do, to wiggling about in the in the opening titles and stuff. I thought, oh, she's maybe there's something there. Yeah. I just thought she was even better than I'd expected. So incredibly strong in the body. Yeah. Her legs were amazing. She was fast and she was... I, I could not see the dance that the judges were describing no, I, I agree with that. What I do think is sometimes they use a little bit of sort of mind games with them. And what I felt with that dance mm. is I thought she looked good, but every time she moved, I thought, God, I bet she can do that better. Oh, God, I didn't get that at all. I slightly had it. She looked hesitant. Who wouldn't be? It's Strictly Come Dancing, you know, yeah, show one. one. Yeah, you're, you're dancing with Ali Ash. There are so many things that you're nervous about. You're nervous about, you know, embarrassing your, your partner, embarrassing yourself, you know, people at home mocking you. You're worried about seeing Twitter the next day. Oh, the nerves were evident. I mean, And yeah. I just got the feeling that it was almost like, you know, when she, she gives herself up entirely to gay abandon of pure dance, she is it's going to be, be exciting, sensational. Yeah. And I wondered if there was a slight thing with the judges just sort of giving her that kick up the bum and not saying, yeah, it was fine, but saying, you know, I th- you can do better. She got a five, a six and a seven. Yeah, that just shows you they couldn't quite agree. Moxie gave her a seven and that was the same score that Caroline Quentin got. And, and do I think that Clara Amfo's dance was the same level as Caroline Quentin's? Two very different ones. Yeah. I think I, I would sort of think that Caroline Quentin hit more things right than Clara did, only because I felt Clara's thing was... I just felt like it was constrained and she needed to just explode. God, really, did you? Mm. I I think I was surprised by how... I don't know. I I would disagree. I think the seven is absolutely bang on. And I also think... She sh- I, to me, she should have looked more nervous. Like a, a lot of them were very, very obviously nervous, mm. and, and like Caroline did, was really scared, but put in a really great performance. But I, I thought she looked like she was a dancer. I was kind of, I was kind of into it. And um, no, I'm surprised you say that. I, I didn't pick up those vibes from her at all. I'm, but Clara is definitely my one to watch. And maybe at least this gives her a journey because if you're, yeah. we'll talk about Maisie in a minute. But if you're just perfect from the off, yeah, I'm already bored. I'm already bored. I'm glad there's at least one or two of those in there because sure, they're fine. They're fun to watch. You get like two pro dances thrown in for your money. But I really only care about the ones who start off shit and get better. That's the strictly <laughs> journey. I, I mean, I, I think there might also have been something about the dance they chose. It didn't feel, because they had the, loads of those disco sections, there were a lot of bits where they were dancing on their own. And I think yes, that that's always something. Yes, and she was something... good at that. They mentioned that she was better at that than she was at the the child yeah. bits. Obviously, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you think about it, she's had half the training for those contact bits than everyone else who is doing full contact the whole way through. So yeah. I think you know that that'll be interesting to see how it goes from here. I think she's going to be great. Potential. Next, though. No, <laughs> pot- not potential. Oh, bless her, though. So Jackie and Anton were next. Yeah. I saw her on Good Morning Britain uh, earlier in the week, and she was she sort of revealed what song she'd be dancing to. And, it, you know, yeah. when she said, always look on the bright side of life, I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> so defeatist. This is worse than anything I could have predicted. I just, she's dead. She may as well have said, the song we've chosen <laughs> so is dead. always look on the bright side of life. And so I'm going home now. 
<laughs> There's no need for me to dance. I'm performing the whole thing, yeah. nailed to a cross. Just, yeah. <laughs> just imagine. They didn't think there was any point in me actually dancing. Yeah. We, they just, they, what they're going to do is they're just going to have a blank screen for two minutes. You can imagine what it would have been like, and then they'll give those scores. Uh, it'll be ones across the board, and we could all just move on with our lives. So life. they were doing they were doing a foxtrot, and uh, as Anton said, I read really, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I liked the way he said it. Lady goes backwards. Lady goes backwards. <laughs> so lady did go backwards. Um, mm. You know, he hung, he hung on to her tightly. They, he needlessly then chucked in the absolute admission of defeat, which is just give her a top hat and I cane. know, I <laughs> then know. Then she could sway. At least she could sway. There was a sense of Anton thinking, if we could just have so many props... <laughs> No one will notice that the dancing is fairly basic. I, I do you know what she could classic. have been? She could have been so much worse. It was not as terrible as you would have feared. It was just fine. Oh no, no, no! And that was down to I think his choreography. That's uh, he kept it as simple as possible. Yeah, he made it charming and kind of swaying and entertaining and top, spangly top hat. He didn't give her tough stuff no. to because it would have just looked disastrous. No, but I think you know on the stuff that she was given, she she had basic things like she looked like she was trying to enjoy it she, really she didn't did. look horrified she 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 acquitted herself really really well she gave a performance yeah then craig told her her dancing was better than theresa mays yes wow i know that's, that's a backhanded cruel, compliment isn't it that's one. cruel yeah um, a little bit i noticed they don't mention Anne whittacombe anymore no well they shouldn't do because she's Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you don't mention her now, you know, maybe at the time you should have looked more into whether she was a good fit. Probably would have been better to do your research there. I mean, it was obviously a bit of stunt casting, but yeah. I don't think someone that against the gays <laughs> belonged in such close proximity to no, the gayest show on television. No, I agree. Um, and, and I and I think I think with the kind of choreography, I think we, you noticed this last week, and certainly in, in maybe last series as well, that they are now, I think pushing the fact that it's a fabulous show, and I mean that with a capital F, Mm. a lot more than they used to. A lot of the dance routines now are kind of a bit gender fluid and it's not just women dancing up on a man it's there's lots of yeah kind of mixed gender stuff Johannes does a lot of quite feminine maneuvering and choreography and I just I really like the fact that they're just going nope very gay now very very gay let's not beat around the bush because Anne Anne Whittacombe would not have fitted into that show at all now no they 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 uh, they should have brought her in and they should say say, (laughs) yeah well uh, you know I'd like her to come back for one but they say and the the only way you're allowed to come back in is you have to choreograph the dance um, because you know we, we, we the right on not even right on the nice community let's call it yep. the nice community will no longer help you out so I think I would like to see Ali Ash having to do <laughs> she, she should be forced to watch two women dancing while she throws up into a bucket oh, and says it's unnatural I, I, bet, I bet she is writing to the BBC constantly saying as a former contestant Definitely. on Strictly Come Dancing I am horrified to see this monstrous, modern, yeah. guardian leaning. Oh, wonderful. I, I the hope... more they do that, the happier I get. Absolutely. I hope it causes her great distress. It's me too. <laughs> nice to see Jackie Smith's mum as well. Oh, I, I love her old mum turning up. That was sweet. And in, in, in a little visor with her, you know, her kind of clear yeah. face mask. You could see she was smiling. It was lovely. Um, they mm. came away with a three and two fives. Obviously, the fives were very kind, but yeah. you know, why not? She's gone probably. I, I'd say. Well, we'll do we'll do this at the end, but I'd say she has more chance of sticking around because of Anton. 
than yeah. say some of the other people. Who you, you, you've always said that, and you've always been proved proved absolutely right on it. Thank they, you. they they were bottom of the leaderboard, but there is a thing about why on the first week. Why do why have all the judges give them you know threes? Right. Give give her some fives so she can sort of go. Oh, that you know I did okay. I know. There's, there's no point destroying everyone. Let me tell you, Anton is never truly at the bottom of the leaderboard, and no. he never will be. No, because he is beloved. Great big owl. Hello, my darlings. It's me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, welder. Gotta have a backup. I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast, Talking to Actors with Anna Mann, where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking to Actors on The Great Big Owl. 